this week on Invasion of the Podcast. Who are you going to call when the internet's upset with your wardrobe choices? And we jump around the time stream with the Terminator franchise. And we get patriotic on Joe's ass. We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon. The arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of Earth, attention. It's the invasion of the podcast. The whole world is under attack. Can it survive? All right, and welcome to the Invasion of the Podcast. Today, Cleveland, tomorrow, who knows? I am, as always, Paul T-800 Stedman, and to my left, Joe T-1000 Peters. Liquid metal. It's true. They're like he just You don't know it. He's fun at parties, though. It's just like, hey, I need to open this bottle and stab a friend. He can do both at the same time. Cut the cake, too. And cut the cake, yeah. Not complex machinery, but, you know. Just, stabbing it, it, knives, stabbing weapons. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we got a lot to get to, uh, so let's just jump into it. News team, assemble! Okay. Um, in news, kind of tying back to like our last podcast, um, like about the uh, uh, intellectual creative properties and things and getting carried on. Um, the the movie Creed is starting to pick up a lot of buzz um, as the first trailer came out, and this is um, this is kind of I don't want to say a sequel to any of the Rocky movies, but it's a spinoff of the Rocky movies, and it basically uh, it stars Michael B. Jordan as the son of Apollo Creed, um, who Carl Weathers played in the original two Rocky movies. Um, or, or three. Four. Four. Duh. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, no. I mean, that, he was in four for a little he bit. He was in four for a little bit. But, no, yeah, I was thinking, like, because him and Apollo were, like, the two main characters for the two Rocky movies. Yeah. But, um, the... uh. So yeah, they 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 started off, and I actually just saw the trailer, uh, and it was it was pretty cool because like they they led it up to a point without you knowing that it's anything tied in with Rocky, and then like Stallone kind of shows up, and they don't make it a big deal like, oh, it's Rocky Balboa. This is a Rocky Balboa movie. No, it focuses on Apollo Creed's son and his legacy, which is like the 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 best way I could see this happening right now. Which I mean, I. I really liked Rocky Balboa a great deal when mm-hmm. I saw it. Like it was like it was almost. Like, and Stallone himself has said that if he ultimately, as a filmmaker, could have it his way, he'd have Rocky one fade to black and then it start with Rocky Balboa because he kind of feels like it got a little weird in the middle. You know, like, even though I think Rocky four is one of the greatest movies yeah. ever made of all time. I don't know, man. Like like Rocky two seems like just a good extension of Rocky that builds yeah. on his and Apollo's relationship. And it was, I think like, like almost a necessity because like, you know, your enemy becomes your best friend. And then like well, Rocky three, three yeah, he, they, they were, they teamed up because uh, Stallone got beat by, you know, B.A. Baracus club. Yeah. Clubber lane. Like, I mean, you can't like with the same thing with like four, like three and four. It's like, Oh my gosh, like Clubber lane and Ivan Drago. Like those are such great Rocky villains. Yeah. <laughs> the, the idea that the boxing movies have to have villains. It's like, yeah. I, yeah. So, but I'm, I'm excited. Like maybe not like day one excited for Creed. I'm just, I was worried that it's like they're making an, another movie and at least, at least they're not like, well, you know, he's now 70 and he's now going to fight Robert De Niro, you know, which I know there's that grudge match movie that kind of 
poked fun at all that. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about, where it's like Raging Bull versus, versus Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. yeah. So I, this, this one, it's like, it's the perfect, it's like if, if they make any other movies after this, which who knows, right? Uh, it's a, he, Stallone's character's taken over the Mickey character from the yeah. first couple. And, and it's I like, like that's that actually too. a good evolution. Yeah, that's an evolution. So like, I'm actually excited like for the movie. I don't know how excited I could be for boxing movies in general anymore, because I feel like boxing as a sport, with the exception of like that most recent like uh, May Mayweather Pacquiao fight, people don't really care about boxing a whole lot anymore. So it yeah. feels like boxing almost exists just to make movies. Well, yeah, because like the the real life boxing is like everybody has these expectations and then it gets crushed. But then like movies like Rocky and even like uh, Real Steel, like to bring yes. that up, like Real Steel had a lot of heart and it played off of Rocky and how it had that heart. Like you you get that underdog that you want to root for. And mm-hmm. it's a happy ending in a movie that people want to see. And I guess movies kind of give you that. And whereas like, you know, you hope for that when you watch a real boxing match, but then it's pretty much like about an hour of dudes hugging. So, <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to go professional dude hugging, but I can yeah. only really do, do amateur. I yeah. saw so many uh, Mayweather Pacquiao uh photoshop pictures of them like hugging on a dance floor like after that fight <laughs> it cracked me up so yeah i'm excited for the trailer uh, check it out if you guys have any interest in I, the other thing too just to, to briefly mention that it's not being directed by stallone or even written by stallone so he's actually I, i'm sure that um he's there in a creative like you know sense of like input but yeah same time though i, I think it's a good move to give younger uh, talent a chance to to kind of do their own thing. And, and like, honestly, like he was a hungry young filmmaker at one point with something to prove. So it's good to pass that on, which kind of makes sense with the, the, the idea of the movie as well. So right. I think that's a good, a good option. And normally like Hollywood would, would pretty much take this and they're like, let's, let's use this franchise and rocket something else or spin off of this and get a movie to go. And what they would do is they would be like, they would take Rocky's son and then Rocky trains his own son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And I think it's cooler that it's Apollo Creed's. Because, like, I like Apollo Creed's character a lot. And for Michael B. Jordan to step in and, like, you know, in the trailer they talk about, like, how, you know, his mom and, like, I think his one trainer are like, you know, you need to you need to take it easy because your dad died in the ring, too. It's like, yeah, but... Are they going to fight Drago's son? Because if it's, like, Drago's <laughs> son, then I'm... Uh, this Brid- be, you know what? That's going to be the sequel where it's just like, oh, Drago had a son, and it's, like, Drago Jr. Bridget was- Nielsen shows up with Drago's <laughs> son. Uh, Drago yes, Jr. The remaining members of Survivor show up to do more music. Like, really? I just want to see Rocky Four Part Two. is really what I want. No, but, no, Creed looks like it's interesting. I was surprised, like, honestly surprised by the trailer. So check it out. We're, we're going to put it on the webpage, I'm sure. If not, I'm sure you can find it anywhere else because it's it's kind of a thing. So yeah, if you go to um, www.google.com yeah. and you type in Creed trailer, no, yeah, uh, don't so, type in Creed thoughts. Creed, bring up it's Scott different. Stapp just talking about like how I used to be somebody at one no, point. No, no, no. Do you remember uh, that episode of The Office where they gave oh Creed? Creed. You mean, I was thinking of yeah. Creed the band, and you're no. talking about Creed the character, <laughs> Creed from the, the character of the Office because it was funny because like my girlfriend saw the trailer with me and she's like, "Is this movie about Creed from the Office?" I was like, "No," but that would be that amazing. Would probably be a good movie too. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, there's that. So we're talking about like sequels to, to everything, which leads us to the next next bit of story, which is uh, there's been a lot of stuff being leaked out, not leaked, but released uh, about the new Ghostbusters movie, which seeing production like stills and everything. I still don't believe this movie's coming out because it just feels like it's one of those things where they've talked about a Ghostbusters movie forever. It, so it still feels like, you know, they could shoot this thing, but you may never see it. Yeah. Well, it makes me nervous because like originally it was like, you know, Ackroyd was like, all in and he's just like yeah we're gonna get this third ghostbusters movie going 
you know, and then unfortunate stuff happened with Harold Ramis and um, things kind of fell apart. Ivan Reitman pulled out. But, like, I mean, I like some of Paul Feige's work. Um, yeah, the heat was good. I think we've talked about I, that before. I yeah. love um, uh, Kristen Wiig, and I think Melissa McCarthy is a really funny physical actress. And, like, I, I love I watch SNL all the time, so I am a fan of Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon. But, like... I'm 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 like I am with everything else. I'm just gonna keep it at arm's length till it comes out. Well, I think that's the healthy response as opposed to what I have been seeing, which is they've they've shown photos of um, there's three things that people are freaking out about. One, the uniform, which looks more like a fireman's uniform, which I'm fine with. They're fighting ghosts. I don't know like what kind of uniform. Yeah, like I'm really glad like, it didn't go real techy. You know how they yeah, try yeah, to get it, like it, those superheroes body suits with those. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't need all that. So it's just like basically a straight up just like, you know, I don't know, like just a, it looks like a suit you go to work in if you're going to be in environmental hazards. Like that's, slime. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. The other thing, too, um, is that they showed the the outside of where their, their base of operations will be, which I think is a Chinese restaurant as opposed to a firehouse. I think that's what they hinted at. Um, and, uh, you know, again, it could, I don't care. It could be a Gabriel Brothers. I don't care where they're going. It's Gabriel like, they, they, it's, I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Who, it just doesn't matter. Like, it could be, you know, it just, it could be a best gyros place. I don't, I don't really care yeah. where, not that I'm saying that that's a bad thing, I guess. I mean, like, oh, I had a gyro. Is it going to haunt me? I, I, anyway, so uh, I, it doesn't matter. Like, the, the thing I'm most worried about, I guess, is like the story feels like it's following the same beats from what we've seen. So I don't care about locations. Just give me a different story. But the thing people I've seen some backlash about is the proton pack. That's the thing people are like, that doesn't look like a proton pack. Well, it looks like I something you put it in your back like a proton pack. and it's a gun yeah. that to shoot ghosts. So I don't understand why people are upset about this. It isn't like, it's, like I'd be more upset if it looked like a 1950s vacuum cleaner. It's like, well, they're women; they got to look like they have a vacuum cleaner. Oh, or that something. would be awful. <laughs> you know, like that's what. Like, <laughs> no, I, they did not. <laughs> that, they didn't do that. I, I, that would be so worrying. It's just like, oh, look, it looks the, like the a Hoover. trap comes out and it's an iron. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> no, Hollywood, no, um, no. The proton pack I think looks okay. Like they put a side by side picture, and I was just like. They have the same frame with like the disc and then the different lights and stuff, and then there's the stick, which is like the like uh, the, the wander the gun the wander point, the yeah. gunpoint yeah. that the 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 stream comes out of, and then it's attached to the back of the pack, and it it looks like an old, like a proton pack. It's just a different take on it. And considering that the original script, the Ghostbusters, was actually more like magical, like it was supposed to be like wizards with wands and stuff. Like that was the original Ackroyd like script, which. Man, like Ackroyd has done some good things, but man, it, it, I'm glad that there's people came in and did some copy editing. Yeah. They're like, you know, I don't know if this is going to work. So considering that that was like probably just by committee, like design by design by design to find something that works, I don't know why people are so upset other than it's not the Ghostbusters they know. Like, I, I, but at the same time, it's like this is a franchise that isn't like based in history. It's just, it's all made up in the brain. So why can't something look different? Why can't it have its own identity? You know, I so yeah. I just... Like I said, I, I'm with you on that. I definitely am excited uh, to a point. I'm not going to just lose my mind about it because, I mean, you know, if this turns uh, into um, another Paul Feig movie that is like, what's his name, uh, Robert Downey Jr. did with the road trip. Oh, what it does. Uh, yeah, is that Paul Feig? Maybe. I don't know. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, did he direct that? I thought he'd, he's been known more recently. No, though, no, no, for no, like... no. He didn't do that. He's, he's Paul Feig's no, gonna like yell at us now. Yeah, uh, he's done more of like I know he's done more like uh, girl-driven comedies recently. Yeah, right? he did yeah. the Heat. Uh, he did Spy. 
Yeah, um, which I know people that actually got received well. It's been doing okay for yeah. what it is. So, yeah. I mean, you know, as long as I have faith in him with it, but yeah, but I do like one thing I don't, I do like that they didn't take the technology and the characters and they didn't make it super techie. Like, I love that they kept it like that dirty, gritty, like, like, yeah, these this are a couple made in our garage this because is no one else is backing yeah. us. And yeah. And, it, and it just happens to be a nuclear reactor on my back. And yeah. this is how I made it. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think that like, and then this is, this will tie into more of what we're going to talk about here in a second. Uh, but it also kind of goes back to Jurassic world as well, where, like they're like these so Ghostbusters like the second movie came out what, early nineties, um, Jurassic Park like people like early nineties like and we're gonna talk about Terminator which was originally eighty four but then also the nineties, like people hold these up as like these sacred cows of like you cannot mess with these and it's like that's like I don't understand why it's like it's these things still exist and you can still love them for what they are yeah and heaven forbid that you try to take a chance on something I think you know. I think some people take it like we talked about last cast. Um, I think some people take it like it's it's like the creators, the writers, the directors, the screen uh, screenwriters. They take it as like something as like an homage and something they like, and they make it into something a little bit their own to share with another generation. And then there's the studios and yeah. the people that just want to use it to make money off of it because like everybody knows what Jurassic Park is. Everybody knows what Ghostbusters is. I'm like, let's, let's cash in off of that. But then some people will be like, you know what? I grew up with this. I want to make it my own and I want to pay homage to Spielberg or, or Reitman or whoever, you know? Well, the smart move is to know that you're never going to be able to capture that lightning in a bottle again. You right. know? And then, and, and not to necessarily go so far off script, that it becomes ridiculous, but to be like, here's what we love about it. Let's try to capture that same. Yes. Cause, because a lot of like Ghostbusters, I mean, not to, to beat this in the ground, but there, there's been people that pretty much said that Bill Murray ad-libbed a lot of his dialogue on set and just kind of just winged it. Cause he's so good at it, but you have these comedic presences in like, you know, Kristen Wiig and uh, Melissa McCarthy that are also really good at just yeah. kind of reading and, and reacting. And I bet you they've done a, like a half dozen takes of everything just to mm-hmm. be like, Let's get your best reaction to yep. this. And I, I, and I, I think that's where the, the charm of this is going to come through. I have a feeling that's going to happen. Because if you looked at some of their other movies, they have really good outtakes in like Bridesmaids and oh, stuff Oh, my like goodness, that. yes. So, so I think they're gonna, they're, you're going to get that same element with Ghostbusters. And you're right. Like, you know, don't recreate that lightning. Create your own lightning and, like, make sure it's lightning. Like, don't make, like, like uh, Jurassic Park 3. You know, yeah, make the it, Lost World, or not the Lost World, uh, Jurassic World. I, I think this is, like, again, this is going to go to, like, a little bit, like, I keep foreshadowing. It's as if there's a storm coming, uh, you know, of, of Terminator stuff that we're going to talk about. But it's that whole thing of, like, there's a difference between referencing and loving and, and kind of nodding to the audience, like, yeah, we got this going on, versus, like, remember this? We, you love this. We're going to do this six times over. And that's where, and, I, and, and you like Jurassic World like you love Jurassic World, I liked it too. I do feel like there's a couple of times where there's certain built-in buttons and nostalgia that they jammed until it broke. Oh, at absolutely. Times. There were some yeah. in Terminator. We'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, um, not to get too far off topic, we'll so, get to yeah. that in a second. So, what's but, the, what, the, what? What else do we got here? Uh, um, e- the Evil Dead TV show. Oh yeah. Speaking of nostalgia, <laughs> yeah, we'll jump. Over. I mean, unfortunately, it's like everything's like we got one bit that's at the end that's that's kind of uh, um, that's not that's not nostalgic or, or rehashed. Uh, Star. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like you know, it's like hey, we're going to just talk about everything that's been remade. Yeah. Welcome to the remade podcast, yeah, Paul. Remember that episode of Mister Rogers? Uh, 
No. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Evil Dead TV show, uh, Stars is making, I want to say... Ten episodes. Ten episodes yeah. of Ash versus the Evil Dead. And they released a photo... Um, of Bruce Campbell and the, and the, and the Ash get up, uh, covering a little bit of blood. Chainsaw hand. Chainsaw hand and everything. So exciting. Um, I, I, w- I will try and figure out how to watch this. I do not have stars, but. Um, I, I know a way. That's uh, to say I know a guy that knows a guy. All right. And I, uh, um, it's amazing in this day and age where if someone has a certain cable system, and they can just give you their login information and you can watch all their stuff. <laughs> like So I kind of like, long story short. I have some of that information, and I didn't realize. Like I was, like, I was like logging in one day, and I'm like, "Oh, HBO Go, that's pretty cool." Like I'm gonna check out this. So uh, somehow I magically got Showtime and Stars. So don't worry, we're good. Okay. <laughs> um, as long as my friend keeps paying the bill, so that's all there is to it. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that, I mean that's exciting. Uh, I don't know. I Piracy is exciting. <laughs> yeah. We we do not condone piracy, just so you guys know. We don't condone it, but it is pretty cool if you can watch <laughs> stuff without paying for it. Yeah, we absolutely. I mean, you know, everybody should get their dues, blah, blah, blah. I mean, um, people should pay for it, but if you can't or don't want to, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just strike all that. I just, you know, pay for it. Pay for it and then give it to me, too. So, <laughs> But uh, I don't, do you know if Sam Remy has uh, any hand in this yeah, show? Yeah, he directed the first episode. Did he? He, okay, it's like good. him, good. Uh, Bruce Campbell, and then um, uh, Rick Botten. Is that the guy's name? Oh, the, the people are going to come back and yell at me because I should know this. But there's three main guys that are behind the Evil Dead, and like they're all associated with this. And this is more in the vein of the first three movies like, you know, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness than it is that, that remake that they... Like, Sam Raimi gave his blessing on him was the producer of it, which... The remake wasn't too bad. I have problems with it, but that's just me. Yeah. Like, I... It's one of the few times where I want to stay up in the theater and yell at the screen, and had there not been three other people in the theater at the time, I would have yelled at the screen. I was really frustrated by... Wow. Well, because it's like... It's one of those things where, like, they, they, had, to, they had to call references to certain things. Yeah. But at the same time, though, there was no fun in that movie. Like they wanted to make like a straight up like horror remake of Evil Dead. Well, but I mean, Evil Dead wasn't fun the first one. It was over the top though. But this it was one, there over was the like top, but there was no there was no hope in this this remake, and I didn't really care for all that. Like it was I don't just, feel was like so... there was any hope in the original Evil Dead. Like yeah. it, he just kind of ties it up with Ash getting away. That, that that's true. I don't know. It's just like it, it was just. Um... But like I I get what you're saying. Like back in the in the 80s when like he did the Cabin in the Woods thing with that that small budget that he had he went over the top and it was different because it's like some of those scenes are, are like very um uh street trash esque yeah, you're right where I guess... the gore is kind of like you're like whoa like that i think there's a part where somebody gets stabbed in the ankle with a pencil and that, they do. that always they do. makes they, me they, like yeah, oh yeah. you know and then the remake they did they they tr- they did that with like the buckets of blood and like yeah. the stuff and like the cutting of the tongue and it was just kind of like We've seen so much stuff like this. It's like kind of desensitized. Well, the thing that got me, I guess, the, the, if I'm going to hang my hat on why I was really frustrated with that movie is that the first part of the movie, they paid the story of like it's a character um, uh, piece where you feel like um, this girl who she may be an addict, she may not be an addict, and they're going to go through this whole thing of trying to get her cleaned out. And they kind of hint that... Uh, well, maybe a lot of the stuff's in her head. Maybe it's not. But then they they have that story maybe around for five, ten minutes, and then they're like, oh, no, nope, demons. And it's like I would rather have them try to walk that line where it's like, you know, you the, the people there don't know what's going on. They think it's just her reacting. And maybe it's just me being like getting older as a viewer where 
I want to get a little bit more suspension of disbelief in the sense that if this is the story you're selling me as opposed to straight up buckets of blood and monsters, then do that from the beginning. Don't try to give me this like emotional response that you're not going to deliver on. Okay. That, yeah, so that's I fair enough. That's, no, you're yeah. right. I mean, that was a different twist on it with the, with her substance abuse. And it was just like, but they gave up on it so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> they did. I mean, that would have been, I don't want to get into it. I yeah, could, anyway, we could sorry. get in. I could so, get into that. So the TV show is going to be campy fun, and I'm down with that. Yeah. And I just because uh, I think Army of Darkness is like one of my favorite movies of all time, and I, like I just can't wait. <laughs> I read a little synopsis, and it was just like something like Ash has spent the last like so many decades just like not, not growing up, more or less. He's still, or, he's still working at he's, what they call Value Mart now, as opposed to S Mart. Yeah. What? Value Mart? I, I don't know. I mean, it, they better explain it got bought out because S Mart, Shop Smart. Yeah. <laughs> Shop S Mart. So I like the idea that like he saved you know the universe back in time and ends up back in the present and he's not done anything with his life, but he yeah. still tells people about all the cool stuff he did. Right. So, I think that's like, cool. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden, like Deadites show up and it's just like, hey, I'm your guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited for that. Like, yeah. I feel like, and you know, maybe, maybe not doing another movie is a good call. I think having, cause I mean, Bruce Campbell has anchored so many TV series and he knows what needs to be done, you know? And I yeah. feel like they give a little bit more time to breathe and there's actually going to be an overall story this time, which is going to be a little weird, but with stars, they're able to do all sorts of crazy things. So I'm excited for it. Is stars one of those? They did Spartacus, but I mean, are, are they, uh, they, uh, no holds bars type, Netflixy thing like we're gonna we're gonna show. Have say, you seen Spartacus? No, I haven't watched Spartacus. You is don't it, even know. Like okay, Spartacus so. is like full on like it is. It blurs the line between like brutality and hardcore pornography. Like oh, it's, okay, it, okay, it is okay. Like so, there's not going to be any pulled punches because of like no. okay, good. That's what because like with this type of thing, it's it's like not that you need to have that. Not that you need to show every single thing. No, but if they want to, they can. But talking about like the gore and the shock and the like the original Evil Dead with just like the gr- grotesque stuff, it's like I don't want that to be. Like it's not going to be muted. Okay, good. The only thing that might hold it back is budget. It's not going to be because of content. Okay, and if it's budget, like you saw Evil Dead, I forget how how little that was made for. So these guys know how to get what they want to get done. So Tom um, Savini's going to be there stabbing ketchup packets and stuff. Yeah, right. So uh, the the anything else we got? uh, The last thing ties into kind of moving right into more robot stuff. Well, actually, we got two things. Um, The first one is. I know we don't talk about a lot of comics lately. We're going to talk a lot of comics like next week with Comic-Con. Yeah, um, I'm sure we'll have a lot to, to talk about. We're also going to have a really cool panel. We run it out like this giant hall, so I yes. hope you guys all show up. And um, also, you know, side note, if you guys have questions for our Comic-Con panel that we'll be doing, please um, you know, hit us up on the Facebook page, uh, Invasion of the Podcast on Facebook, uh, Invading Podcast on Twitter, and um, Invading Podcast at Gmail. Please, like, ask questions, because we would love to add, answer questions about what's coming up behind the scenes, like the secret origin of how Paul and Joe met, possibly. Yeah. You've got to ask that question to find out. You know, and it involves spaceships. That's all I, you know. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's kind of like the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, Paul had a mohawk, and my mom died of cancer, and then he just kind of beamed me up. and Into my van. And my all these people, van. yeah, and <laughs> all these people wanted to eat me, and Paul's like, no, 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 don't eat that kid. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, thank you, sir. And we just drove around Cleveland. My yeah. mom didn't die of cancer. So. And I didn't have a van. But I just, <laughs> um, I, try, I, wanted to, I wanted to have a van. Um, anyway, uh... Next story tie-in. Um, Brian K. Vaughn has started a new series called We Stand on Guard. Um, if you guys don't know who Brian K. Vaughn is, he's a comic book writer. 
uh, who's written um, Why the Last Man, uh, Ex Machina, and um, a oh, few other things. Saga, yeah. I know he's currently working on. Mostly Image Comics, some Vertigo. He, he was also responsible for creating a Marvel series called Runaways, which is pretty cool. Um, he's done, and he's done other stuff too. Like when uh, the when I first was introduced to him. It was because of, this is going to date me, whenever Spider-Man 2 was coming out with uh, the whole Dr. Octopus thing, he did a three-issue uh, run with Marvel where it was like a standalone one-shot Spider-Man-Dr. Octopus fight thing. Hmm. And it was um, it was pretty cool. I mean, they, he had the chance to, like, he wanted to explore more of uh, Peter Parker as... Um, as like a reporter, as opposed to just being a hero. Yeah, and it was it was it was okay. He, like uh, yeah, so he has really good takes on things. Like I think I, I don't know if I talked about this on the cast before, but Paul introduced me to Brian K. Vaughn with Why the Last Man, and I remember that was one of the first comic books that really got me into reading comics that weren't about people flying around throwing cars. Yeah, um, he's from Cleveland. That's why we bring this up. Uh, he's he's a Cleveland native, um, and like it's funny because like. Uh, like I go into Carol and John's where I buy my comics at and um like I'll talk I like I went in there to buy they did a small press uh band books event a while ago. And I remember I bought um Pride of Baghdad, mm-hmm. which is a short story not a short story, but it was only a trade that he did. It was like a few issues, but it's a story about lions in a zoo in Baghdad that get out uh while it's getting attacked during um uh, basically like a golf conflict. So it's it's kind of Lion King-esque, but it's it's very, I guess, adult. And um, I remember when I picked it up, I was talking to him. I was like, yeah, I'm a big fan of Brian K. Vaughn's. And Carol, who was, who was still working there at the time, um, she's retired since now. And I think she only shows up like one day a week. But uh, That's my goal. Show up one day a week. <laughs> That's the cast. We show up one day a week. So yeah. that's, this is our retirement plan. Yep. Uh, but she, she was like, yeah, I remember Brian when he used to come in here and I'm just like, oh, that is so cool. Like Brian K. Vaughn used to just go into my comic book store like when he was a kid. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how I met him. By like, I don't, Did I tell you that I met him? I think you told me okay. you met him, yeah. A, a name dropper. That's, <laughs> I've I've only met three people in my life, like uh, Brian K. Vaughn, Joe, and then like the guy <laughs> the guy at the Taco Bell drive-thru. So um, like when I met him, like I didn't know who he was at the time, but he signed those, the Spider-Man books and he also signed the first two trades of Why the Last Man for me. And he went on to become like a story runner for Lost, um, so he's done some big things. And uh, and some of the stuff that he's done has been like option for movies. I know that there's been kicking around the Why the Last Man movie um, that Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be in it for a bit. And I'm glad that's not happening. But um, but in terms of comics, like I cannot tell people enough to to read like Why the Last Man. Like the other thing too that Joe didn't mention, but it, it's like his his one like his dialogue is so snappy and funny and on point that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what you're reading. Like, I, it's one of the few books that I'll be like, "Why the Last Man" or anything else he writes, like Ex Machina, about the world's first superpowered mayor of New York. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like, that sounds like a bizarre thing to talk about, but it's it's actually really good. It's really funny and engaging. Yeah. And this this um, we stand on guard. It's um, we don't know much about it because it just came out, but I know it's about a conflict between Canada, the, the you know, goddamn Canadians, and um, and, and America. Uh, and it's it's like this big like robot standoff. So it's like Pacific Rim with more robots, but it's Canadian robots and US robots and I cannot wait to read this. Yeah, I think uh I read something somewhere that somebody said something like he took the uh the blame Canada uh song from <laughs> South Park movie and just kinda ran with I it just, with robots. Like I just I just I know it makes me wonder what kind of Canadian robots there are. It's like, oh it's the hockey bot, it's the flannel bot. It's the Tim Hortons robot. Like, I don't even know. 
It's like the Poutine 9000. I don't even know. Like the, none of those are probably real robots. Apolo- and, uh, apologize Tron 4000. <laughs> yeah. It's a robot, eh? You what know, does this uh, robot do? It opens doors for you. <laughs> yeah, and it, what's this robot do? Well, it's like it's like an American robot but costs 20% more. I don't know, but anyway. <laughs> but it's really easy to fix. Yeah, so <laughs> It'll and, apologize to you, whatever and cheap. it does. Yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. cost anything to fix these robots. So, um, so free robot healthcare. We're looking forward to that. I, I think I might have to swing by and actually pick up this book. Like I, I, I I'm always, I, I'm to the point now with my budget where I have a hard time picking up individual issues, but yeah. I think I'm grabbing this Small one. Small press always sneaks under my radar. Like I get emails about like books coming out. Like I, I had to have them order me, um, Dark Horse did, uh, a Furiosa and a Morton Joe shot where it's, explain some of the backgrounds to fury road yeah the mad max stuff, yeah, yeah and they sold out like like that and i'm like oh i didn't put in my file so i had to have more me some back ones and I'm, I'm afraid this is going to be another one that i'm going to be like please give me this yeah i'm going to try to swing up there this weekend and try to grab it so we'll yeah. see so um that was a lot of news so let's get on to the next bit here and i hit the wrong button again and now for our feature presentation Terminator. Uh oh. There we go. So like I said, Storm was coming. Yes. Um, and like um the score is like probably I, I think anytime I hear this I do get a little bit of chills just thinking about well, Judgment I, Day. I was gonna bring up um, I was gonna bring up this to you as a bit of like uh, do you remember when? So Joe and I have known each other for a number of years and we used to work uh, together at a, a, a video chain that's no longer around. Um <laughs> And one of the first times I, I worked with Joe, <laughs> right? Yeah, one of the first times I worked with Joe, he was putting away some movies, and all of a sudden I heard I heard him take a, a case of a movie and hit the counter in the same beat, and then I finished it. and He just looked at me, and I realized at that point in time that was actually that's a good story. That I for, I almost no I didn't forget about that because we talked about that like about a month or two ago, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that was like one of the first times when we were just like, you want to do karate in the garage? Yeah, like, yep. yeah we're going to do that. So I just realized that's like. But I think that's kind of like one of those men cards where it's like you can do the Terminator themed with like with any object. Yeah. But it was just like random. Of course, you work at a video store, so how would you not not know of that? But it was just like we we locked eyes and just knew we'd be friends forever. So there, there's that. Uh, Terminator Genesis is out now, um, and I, I, like we wanted to talk a little bit about like what we like about the Terminator franchise, like, I think, um, and I was talking to, to Joe about this a couple weeks ago when we did our, our wonderful Dino cast. I think people really uh, go towards dinosaurs because that was the world that was. And I think people really get on board with, like, Terminator and other post-apocalyptic movies because of the fear of what's coming and how it really isn't too far out. Like, yeah. the realm of possibility. Well, they keep touching on that every Terminator movie because, like, if you look at, they always take, like, current or advancing technology and like in like this one um it's kind of like social media-esque like well yeah you're talking about genesis, genesis. Which, uh, so here just by the way Spoiler! Spoiler alert! yeah so um unbeknownst again this is why joe and i are, are great friends he's like paul i'm sorry i, I showed up a little later today for, to the podcast it's like i didn't want to i didn't want to tell you this because but I, I saw terminator genesis and i was like i was like damn it i i wanted to drop a big plot twist on you and, and tell you that I saw Terminator Genesis because <laughs> I was going to be all like, oh, Joe, it's pretty great. We're talking about Terminator. But guess what? I saw it as well, but th- that's I couldn't do that. So um, yeah. 
I, I had I had a whole thing ready to just surprise you, but you ruined that surprise because you went to go see that movie, The Robots, that I went to go see as well. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I but I just tell just telling Joe though, uh, for the start of everything that this week I went and watched um, the Terminator One and Terminator Two, um, getting ready for Genesis, and I'm not that kind of guy to go and run the series before I go see a new movie because I've seen these movies, but I haven't seen the first Terminator in a long time, and I think. It's a good movie. I think people kind of hold it up a little higher than it needs to be, though. Um, I agree with you. To a, Yeah, I can agree with you that some people hold it up higher. I mean, Terminator 2 really kind of is, like, up above Terminator. Like, yeah. I mean, but Terminator definitely set good groundwork. Um, well, it, 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 it really skyrocketed Arnold's career, um, which is funny because, like, I don't know if you know who they originally were going to have play the Terminator. Who? O.J. Simpson. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. that's... Um, they, wow. Like, oh, I think it was Orion Pitchers. Yeah. They, they they sat down, like, the president of Orion Pitchers and James Cameron, they sat with Arnold, and they were like, look, we want you to play Kyle Reese. And he's just like, okay. And they're explaining him about everything. And they're like, we're going to have O.J. play the Terminator. And they took Arnold out to dinner or lunch or whatever, and they're just going all over this stuff. And then, like, um, you know, Arnold's sitting there talking about the, the Terminator character and he's like he needs to do this like if he's going to be a machine he can't flinch when he shoots a gun I'm like here's like workouts he's going to need to do to look like this menacing guy and then like James Cameron's like like dude why are you why are you up for Kyle Reese and he's like well look the Terminator's only got like 27 lines I don't want to go back on my uh uh and I've, I know 28 words by now, so I want to, you know. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I don't want to go backwards in my career. And then, like, like Cameron just basically talked him into it, and he was just like, no. He's like, trust me, you want to be the Terminator. And he killed it as a Terminator. I mean, look at Michael Bean. Well, Michael Bean, <laughs> I mean, there's he did, a, he there's did a lot own. of things that yeah. happened after for Michael Bean. I mean, but for goodness sakes, he's freaking an, an alien. So, like, he's done. I mean, it was with James Cameron. I get it. But it's like, yeah. You know, yeah anyway, so... I, uh, like, I was watching Terminator 1 again, and, and yeah, some of the effects don't hold up. I mean, it's 84, so I get it. I Cutting respect, his eyeball out. I, I have to respect it's like there's certain things that Stan Winston just couldn't do at that time. And there's a, like, and then towards the end, with um, like there's a little bit of stop motion with the actual Terminator itself. However, I will say that there is a bit where um, that Kyle, he's in a car, like kind of just like holding up for the night. He had, like He's just trying to take you know, sleep because of everything that just happened. He's watching this heavy machinery. And there's a bit where this um, crane's like moving with its treads, and it transitions into the future war. Yeah, that's actually really slick. Like, and there's like a lot of cool things he does there, like a lot of rear projection tricks that you don't have to do it anymore today, just because you have all this like technology. But it that stuff still really holds up for '84. Well, yeah, and even that scene thirty years ago you're talking about. I mean, that's that kind of takes away the action, but it's like to have that character kind of give a PTSD moment. Where, um, yeah, because that's all he's like, known. Yeah. yeah, it's like all you know is fighting these machines, and then you're sitting there trying to go to sleep, and you're watching these machines do stuff, and you know what's coming. Construction, yeah, so. yeah, and it's just like, oh my gosh. So yeah, I think it holds up. I think people, and again, I think also what shapes a lot of that is that the the '70s kind of like it started ending on a little bit of a dour note, and the '80s was all about like um, you know greed is good and excess, and it was kind of a dark future. Because you got Terminator, you got um, Escape from New York, um, you got Blade Runner, like you, and, and just you got these movies that are saying that yeah, there's going to be tech, 
but it's not going to be pretty. And um, and I know that there's always going to be this kind of doomsday kind of thing going forward with some movies, but there was a real dark cloud over what was coming in the next 20, 30 years. And I think people, something about that still resounds with people, especially we, we've talked about this before. Like, you know, you got Walking Dead, you got, like, I think a lot of the future post-apocalyptic stuff now has shifted from like technology, but more to like like um, like diseases and and social collapse, as opposed yeah. to just like oh, there's robots and they're taking I mean, over the world. Personally, I I would buy more into the robot thing than uh, than zombies. Well, I mean, like for example, like there's a story that uh, we were going to put in news, but it ties into this really well. Actually, unfortunately, there was a gentleman recently that was uh, working in the VW production facility in, in Germany that one of the machines they're putting together. Or, or something that's supposed to help with assembly, uh, it just turned around and picked him up and just like uh, crushed him, and yeah. it's and, and, the, and no one can really explain why it did it. They're just like, well, it could only do a couple things, and normally we keep the machine in a cage, is what they said. Like they keep it in a cage. Like what does it do? Yeah, <laughs> that's a sad story. But yeah, if you keep it in a cage, like there should be a, there should be an off button. That's a cage <laughs> for a machine. Um, but so that's like scary, like. And this Volkswagen, is came out like two days so ago. Any, yeah. Anybody who owns a Volkswagen, just know that they they might be self aware soon. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, watch Terminator One again. Like, and also like other than like the main score stuff, that soundtrack just doesn't hold up as much anymore. But th- th- what I'll say though about it is that, like, how many movies has James Cameron actually made? Like, you have Piranha Two, Terminator, Terminator Two, uh, Aliens, The Abyss, True Lies, Titanic, and Avatar. I think are it. Is there, unless there's something I'm missing. No, I think that's it. Yeah, so it's like, for a guy that hasn't made too many movies, quote-unquote, even though he did a lot of like special effects work coming up, um, he has done really well for himself, because especially, like, oh, the last two movies I've released, they've, they've broken world records. You know? So I think he's done fine. Yeah, he don't mess around. But he's also kind of, like, set, like, the stage for how action movies are supposed to be made. And after watching Terminator 1 again, there's a whole bit at the end where the arm reaches through, like, the machinery at Sarah Connor, and she's, like, trying to back against the wall. He uses the, almost the exact same sequence in Aliens when, like, one of the big aliens is going against uh, Ripley, and, like, the mouth comes out at her. It's, like, almost the exact same framing. Yeah. So it's, like, it's almost like he cribbed a lot of what he learned from Terminator and applied it to Aliens and made that, like, just amazing. So... That's me gushing over God, Cameron you know and Aliens. You know what he, I wish he could have got a hold of was Predator. Could you imagine if he did Terminator, Aliens, and Predator? Oh like, my just even one of like Predator 2. Well, there was talk there for a long time that um, Ridley Scott and Cameron were going to come together for an Alien versus Predator movie. And neither studio could wait long enough for them to get their schedules cleared. Oh. Like, what is wrong with that? Like, so. There's, um, there had to. I can't. That's, that's the thing that bothers me is people are in these, like, studio heads. It's like, do you realize not just. Not just from a like a ticket po- standpoint, but like creative standpoint, how that would that would be incredible. Well, yeah, and, uh, and not to go too far off that, but I know like I, I was reading about Terminator One that uh, they the Fox wanted to move forward with a sequel to Aliens, and Cameron turned a script in, and he's like, I'd like to direct it, but I'm working on this movie first, and so Fox actually waited till he finished Terminator till they do Aliens. That doesn't happen to now, like any to, to now. What? That's not a word. That to doesn't na- to, to now. That does to not happen to now. To now. To, to today now. You know, um, that doesn't happen anymore. Where a studio is like, this guy knows what he's doing. He could do it on a budget and, and make it like cost effective at the same time. Awesome. We're just gonna let him do it. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. So, uh, moving on. Like, to, but, oh, oh, but I'm not, it's your house. Hold on. Oh, the, okay. the, could you? Could, 
I'm the talent here. Yeah, hold on. I mean, to now. Hello. Have you seen this boy? No, I don't. I don't know who that is. Sorry. What I don't know. What this like that? I don't know what that that photo is. It looks like a looks like a younger, less talented Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> um, I don't know who that is. The cops. Yeah. yeah so. Um, yeah, so moving on Terminator 2, which I watched that also. Like, I watched the big extended cut. I don't know if you've seen the, the longer 152-minute like, oh, one. Which one? Terminator 2. Um, I want to say I did because I had, I had some DVD, which was like the special. Yeah. Some endoskeleton edition. I don't know. <laughs> it, it had a lot of stuff, like back when I had DVDs, and it was just like, here, you get seven discs, and all of them show you about how they did everyone's oh. hair. And, you know, it's like. I just, but I watched it again, and it's like there's some stuff in there that they cut out, the theatrical cut that is uh, really neat. Like there's a whole bit where they're drilling into the Terminator's head and they're pulling a chip out, and it, it looks like they're like it was a really cool sequence because it was Arnold sitting in a chair, um, Linda Hamilton drilling into like a head, but there was also a fake mirror set up because she has an actual twin sister, and they had the twin sister on the other side, like mimicking with like a, a puppet, and it was like. Really weird. Oh, I remember yeah. that. No, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's the stuff that I geek out about. Like, I the, the longer we do this, I'm sure I'll probably dig into more. Like, it's really neat that the thing happened to the thing, you know. But yeah. uh, Terminator Two is a good movie. It's like, I I want to say it's like almost a perfect action movie. Um, the effects now are starting to look dated, but that movie's what, <laughs> like almost twenty years old? No, it's almost I, twenty years old. Yeah, it was uh, ninety one. Yeah. So now the morphing's looking a little dated now. Yeah, and it, you know. I remember, uh, I remember when I went and saw Terminator Two with my parents at the theater, or no, it was a drive-in. And I was so excited. I remember I was just like all, all like amped for like Terminators and stuff. And then like, I remember I went and told my grandma I went and saw Terminator Two, and she lost her mind because it was R-rated. And I'm just like, <laughs> why would you go see that? I'm like, uh, I mean, I'll never forget that. And then like, I remember the first, oddly enough, my 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 favorite memory of Terminator. And this this it doesn't this doesn't sound right, but <laughs> me and my buddy we went we were like I think I was in second grade, but I remember we went to the video store. I was hanging out with him, and I we we had like a sleepover. His mom took us, and we rented a bunch of movies to like watch. One was Terminator, and we're sitting there watching Terminator, and it was late at night, and his mom completely passed out. She was watching it with us on the couch, and the 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 sex scene with Kyle Reese and oh, Sarah yeah. Connor, and like. We're like six, and we're sitting there. We're like, "Oh no!" Like, and then like his mom wakes up, and she's like, "What the hell?" And we're like, "Uh oh!" Like we were like completely busted, and she was so mad. And we're like, "No, no!" no. She's like, "What are you guys watching?" We're like, "We're watching Terminator." She's like, "What are you?" I don't Something's know. Something's getting terminated right yeah. now. I don't know. What's <laughs> she going was on. like so suspicious. And I just remember the two of us were like totally like like busted face. Like, oops, <laughs> we were watching like boobs on the screen. Uh, yeah. it was just but yeah. yeah. I, you know, that's what you identify with, so I guess that's why you're a Terminator fan because you're that one moment. And uh, I have no <laughs> crush on Linda Hamilton or yeah, anything like that. you know, like I'll I'll give her I'll give her credit because like in the second movie, like she's really lean and it's like like intimidating. Like and there's that bit where she has that nice stick and she's beating the crap out of that one guard. And it's yeah, like, it looks brutal, you know. And like and I like the transition because in the first movie, just no idea what's going on. A waitress, like everybody with her name's getting killed. That has to be a bad day, no matter how how that happens. And then the second movie, it's like I've gone crazy trying to prevent this future war for like the past 10, 15 years, and now I'm locked up. And it's like I, she sells it. 
Yeah, she um, she did a really good job as Sarah Connor in the second one. Like, I like um, Sarah Connor in Terminator One, vulnerable character, completely one eighty in Terminator Two. Um, yeah. which was cool organically, like it yeah. made sense. Yeah, yeah, she completely was just like this hard ass, like like don't mess with me. Um, you know, I'm gonna take this M16 apart in like five seconds, and then like that was like something that like I kind of liked. If you want to hit spoiler alert. Um, Spoiler alert! Sarah Connor and the and Genesis, um, they kind of they kind of go in between. They go in between yeah, so a little bit. Do with we want to transition into that? Because like Terminator Two, if you haven't seen it, go see it. If you haven't seen it recently, watch it six times. It's great. Um, but Genesis, like since we both watched it today, um, and not knowing, uh, so Amelia Clark, uh, who plays um, Daenerys in, in Game of Thrones, is Sarah Connor in this movie, which is funny because there's another Sarah Connor in Game of Thrones as well with, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Cersei. She was also a Sarah Connor. Yes, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I actually liked that show. I wasn't, like, head over heels about it, but, and there's some parts I didn't like, like, because um, it got two seasons, okay. which yeah. was kind of cool. Uh, the first season I, I begrudgingly watched through is it seemed like they kind of fuddled through, like, TV having a show about murderous robots and it was just like you had to keep it right at the bottom of the PG thirteen bar. Yeah, um, you know they had some cool things in there, like Summer Glau was in it, um, which is really cool. Cameron. Yes, which is a nod to James Cameron. <laughs> um, and, and like one of the reasons why they got her is because of her uh, ballet background and just being so flexible. They were able to do some cool stunts because of the Terminator endoskeleton. And well, there's actually a, a fight scene with her and another Terminator. Uh, which is a this lady is a contortionist. Oh, and it's a really cool fight scene because it's like there's part of it where you're like you you can't tell you're like is this CGI? And then afterwards, I went and I found something on the internet about it, and it was just like, no, this this lady really does men like that. It was oh. kind of crazy. Um, and then the second season they did, um, Shirley Manson from Garbage. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. She played a T1000, which kind of like at the end, you find out she's not like. I, don't, I couldn't tell if she was a bad guy. I don't think she was a bad guy, but it, it, she was just really happy when it rained. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it was. It was, I actually started to kind of eat it up a little bit because it got into Skynet more, and like you wanted to know what this T one thousand was doing because it was doing some weird stuff in a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, then, and raising a daughter too, if I remember, like the daughter didn't know, but she was kind of suspicious. That yeah, her mom she was had a daughter, up. and I think it was like the T one thousand took over an identity of someone. Yeah, and her her daughter was like scared of her, and yeah. yeah. But it was, like, the only thing, my biggest complaint about that show was I think season one ended where they found the quote-unquote bad Terminator that was after Sarah, and um, the SWAT team busts in on him, and he's in a hotel room, and and I, I was expecting, like, this, not big budget, but, like, this big fight scene with, like, guns ablazing trying to fight a Terminator, and it just, they panned into a swimming pool in the hotel, and it was just like SWAT members falling into the <laughs> swimming pool from like inside the swimming pool while some oh. music played. Eh. And I was like, you give me a little something. Give me a couple guns getting fired. And I was like, I get it, TV. You got budgets. <laughs> I get it. I get it, TV. I, get it, TV. I was so, really disappointed at that. Um, so, yeah, that, um, uh, talking about Terminator Genesis, we both saw it today. Um, I'm conflicted in the sense that like the critics are really like just hating on this movie. And then, like, the fans are like, so on Rotten Tomatoes, it was like a 22% rotten, 
and on um, like and the fan rating was like seventy percent. So I, I felt like there's something kind of off there. So went to go see it. Um, is it the greatest movie ever? No, but uh, like I was telling Joe, of the five Terminator movies, though, like I, I put two, one, and then this one, like because like three and Salvation aren't that great, and I thought that at least with this one, this one tried to do something different and tried to take some chances, and I, I think it was a lot of fun to be had there. Yeah, um, the uh, I agree with you too. Like like three and Salvation are kind of on the back burner. This was ahead of Salvation and 3. I liked Salvation for what it was, uh, for not having Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Um, but this this was pretty good. Like, Genesis, I felt, was like kind of all over the place. Like, the, the nostalgia was there, obviously. Uh, they play a lot of good nods to the first Terminator. Um, and they, they do a good job of referencing Terminator 2 with, like, Miles Dyson's son. Yeah, you know, and um, well, I, I like, and, I, and not to get too far into it because I mean, if people haven't seen it yet, they they, they did something smart um, where they acknowledge the state of technology today for what was going on, and there's a lot of things going on with technology now that wasn't prevalent in '84 or in '91. So it's like there was some like it kind of was like I know it's a big studio release, but they're kind of pointing at like, hey, we're a, a lot more connected than we have been. And are we setting up our own demise? And it was kind of interesting. The, 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 kind of in the same way, like, I feel like um, they were cognizant of um, of the world we are in now. It's kind of like how Jurassic World was kind of painting out the whole idea of, like, oh, people aren't excited for dinosaurs anymore. I guess we got to change them. So, was, like, the people that are making these movies are more aware of, like, this is a sequel. Audiences are smarter. Yeah. Um... Sorry, uh, I was responding to something. Well, yeah, was it? Was what? What is going on today? Really, really busy door. Hold on, let me get this again. Hello. Have you seen this boy? No, I told you that last time. Why? Look, there's like only four houses on my street, so I'm sure he has to come back and, and see what's going on. I, I, if it look, officer, if we see him, we will let you know. Go talk We're, to Budnick. Budnick and salute your shorts. He might know something. We'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> we will call nine one one or whatever. Or go Thank pull, you. Or go pull okay. Wayne over. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, no, just as you know, what I'll say for the six dollars I spent on the ticket, it was well worth that. Um, I didn't see it in three D. Uh, no, it just, I don't I, see I, anything in three D. Like. 3D is just, uh, n- <laughs> Joe at Invasion of the Podcast is not a fan of 3D. I will go on record. <laughs> so so I, I think it's one of those movies that I'm going to recommend watching because it's especially, it, like, okay, here, here's the big, big, big thing. Ultimately, like, people, I know people that didn't like Jurassic World. I know people that are freaking out about Ghostbusters. It's like, it's okay to let something be on its own. I do like that the Genesis took chances. I feel like the reason maybe I didn't love Jurassic World, I liked it. I just don't think it took enough chances. It, it really stuck to what people liked. Um, it didn't stray for, oh, too far away from it. No. And, and, and it didn't carve out its own identity. The, and I feel like with this one, it tried, but f- it, it, it stuck a little too close to like what people liked about the first two. And yeah. I, yes, yes and no. Like I felt like uh, time travel went all over the place. Like not that they like, jumped. Literally. They didn't jump around a lot. And actually they jumped twice and it was like, it turns into like even funny. It's funny. There's there's like a part if you want to hit spoiler alert, um, where spoiler, spoiler alert. There's there's a part where like like Arnold explains why 
Reese knows certain things that he knows and like how there's like a nexus point in timelines and I'm just like what the hell and like, having Schwarzenegger try to explain anything complicated is you lose me well they even make the joke about it like Reese is like uh, can can I just shut him off from talking like that yeah. like it's like yeah. and it, it got kind of like like wibbly wobbly timey wimey uh, like, like, ah, uh, like my head. Like, I don't want to think about these timelines and why this one exists and this one doesn't. And then, like, there were some things that weren't explained that I really wanted explained with timelines, and it was just like, yeah, like why pants can't go through time. Like, really, I wanted yeah. pants need to happen and time. But, so, uh, but yeah, like ultimately, like we we love Terminator. Like, um, I think it's. I don't know if it's something that needs to be franchised over and over again. I know that there's talks of making two more. Uh, but also, side note, Alan Taylor, the director of this. I think he did as good a job as you can with the script that he was given that was kind of like this big ball of knots of like logic. Because Alan Taylor directed Thor The Dark World, which was better than I was expecting it to be. And a lot of people hate Dark World. I like Dark World. I didn't yeah. mind it. I thought it was I a liked it better little bit better Thor. than the first yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, and he's also directed uh, a number of uh, Game of Thrones episodes, which makes sense with the Amelia Clark. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I think he did fine for like what it was. Like I just, I feel like he was given a bit of a tough hand because... They're trying to. It's it's hard to serve the two masters of rebooting and making a sequel at the same time. And again, I am just I keep going back to Jurassic World, but I think it's the same thing. Yeah. Where they played it a little little more close to what people liked about the original. It didn't stray too far away from that. Where this one is trying to reset the table and be like, no, 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 no. Everything you liked was still there, but now we're doing it differently. So. I don't know if it's going to usurp Jurassic World from the box office because it no. seems like nothing's going to knock that thing off yeah. right now. I mean, when you genetically make an Irex to <laughs> as a movie, like they literally took, they were like, "You remember Jurassic uh, Jurassic Park with the T Rex? You loved that T Rex, right? Yay! We're changing the letters. We're we now have an Irex, and it's bigger, and it's got hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they can reach things, and it's got more teeth." And so, it's going to eat all your money. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't know what's going to win this weekend. That's going to be. I guess it's going to be interesting because July Fourth is usually supposed to be like a, like. Well, generally, like I'm, I'm guessing that since they released Genesis, that that's supposed to be the one that's supposed to clean house. But I just don't know if it's going to. I, I if Inside Out couldn't do it, I'm yeah. sorry. And but you know what though? You know what's next week? Uh, what's next week? Minions. Oh, Minions. Minions might do okay. Minions, yeah. which would be funny because in the Minions trailer. They kill a T Rex in the volcano. Oh, there you go. Which so. would be which would be really funny if they tie that in somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that we finally took it away from Jurassic Park, and then they show the part where the minions <laughs> knock him into the volcano in this the, the trailer. So, so yeah, like um, if you guys uh, have any any thoughts, if you see Genesis, please let us know, or if you are telling us that like maybe Paul is way off on his talks about the first Terminator, or maybe Terminator Two is the greatest movie ever made, except for. I don't know. Like, I'm just trying... That's a whole other talk, too, is about sequels that are better than the originals. Like, that could yeah. be... That's a whole other topic. Yeah, we covered a lot of stuff like that in the last one, but, I mean, there's so many directions you could run rampant with that, with yeah. movies and being sequels being made. So, yeah, properties. please let us know. Uh, Facebook page, at Invasion of the Podcast. Uh, Twitter, at Invading Podcast. And Gmail, at Invading Podcast. So... I will um, add, like, with Genesis, my favorite takeaway was was seeing arnold play the terminator again because he owns the shit out that role oh absolutely it was a lot of fun. like in the the dynamic between him and emile clark in the movie i liked a lot i think that the, the chemistry between the three of them was actually pretty good and I don't, again people were giving that was it uh the, the the guy who played kyle like they're like people were kind of poo-pooing his performance it's like Kyle isn't the he isn't the most developed character anyway. So no, he's like, not. Because they've had a lot of. It's funny because you could you could have a really 
big laundry list of recasting of a lot of the characters in the Terminator franchise. I think whatever. I think he was fine. So, yeah, um, so I'll give it a, a thumbs up, but not super way up, but up enough. I'm gonna give it Caesar lets you live, but I mean, if he didn't make the crowd mad, he'd kill you. Thumbs up. There you go. So, uh, enough Terminator talk. Let's move on to the other big thing happening. We do yeah. save the day. Yeah, we did. The 4th of <laughs> July is coming up here yeah. shortly. Um, and so we thought we would just take a moment here to celebrate all things patriotic and American. And I was going to challenge Joe here. Um, so I found, surprisingly, there is quite a bit of um, various superheroes. I know we were not saying we're being very comic booky, but this is going to be very comic booky. Uh, superheroes that are patriotic themed. So I'm going to challenge Joe right now. I have a list of ones that I found. That exist or ones that I made up, and you got to tell me which ones. Okay. Which. Okay. Fair um, enough. So I, I'm. This is. Uh, this is kind of like the uh, Japanese commercial. Uh, yeah, yeah. Commercials. The, uh, advertisements. Um, what, what was it? The, the Nicholas Cage was. I know it was like. Um, oh, it was some game, wasn't it? It was like uh, Panchuku or something. That was not. That's not right. My favorite one was Rocky Pocky. <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite. I wish that one. was a real product. I would uh, buy it. They need Rocky Pocky to, to tie in with Creed. So. We could. We could just. Fire that up in Philadelphia, I'm sure, to sell. <laughs> so like, we'll start off with um, some ones that you, you already know, like uh, Captain America. Yes. Re- okay, okay, that's that's true. Uh, the Comedian. is Yeah, okay. I, the Comedian is a patriotic. Uh, yeah. He's I mean, not just because he's got the, um, uh, the shoulder pad that's red, white, and blue. I mean, that dude, he was in the Vietnam War. Granted, he wasn't an upstanding patriot, but he was a yeah. patriot. Yeah, so <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, Minuteman. Minuteman? Yeah. He's a superhero. Okay. There you, or right. whatever. Or yeah. whatever. I don't know if you want to... Yeah, he's a character, a real character. I, I kind of cross off Captain America like I wouldn't know who that is. All right, so... I don't know um, about that Captain America okay, guy. Okay, let's see what if, else we got If he's here. so damn good, why isn't he higher than Captain? So you tell me if this is a real hero or not. Okay. Sa- Sam the Eagle. Sam the Eagle? No. <laughs> that that's Sam the Eagle from Muppets. I didn't think that you would Okay. <laughs> All right, he's he's a hero to me, but he's not a superhero. Like, All right. Um, is that Captain America's new eagle, like Falcon's Eagle? Yeah. Uh Yank and Doodle. No. It's that they're actually a superhero team. So oh no. Yeah. Uh, so um uh Rebel Yell. Isn't she in pitch perfect? <laughs> no. I know that's Rebel Wilson. Uh no. Okay, you're right. That's a fake one I made up. All right. So, um, General Glory. Yes. Okay. But they have, yeah, evidently you're more patriotic than I thought you were. Um, <laughs> George Punchington. No. Okay, that's a fake one. That you're totally right. sounds like a Paul character. I mean, like, there's some that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Fine, fine. Lady Justice. Yes. That's a fake one. Oh, right, uh, Lady Justice sounds like. Like something that would be in a cart in a in a in a computer video game that was like out in the like. Early, I mean, there's probably like the a lane justice. I just couldn't find one in a okay. comic form. Yeah, um, U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Yes. Okay. So I know who U.S. Yeah, agent yeah. is. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, Stars and bars. Oh. Yes. That's a fake one. I made that one up. Mm. That's that, not to get not to get controversial, but that's what they refer to as the actual Confederate flag, not the one that was being flying all over. They refer to it as the stars and bars. So that would be a really weird patriotic. 
Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Slaughter is that a real like? Well, hero? yeah, Sergeant Slaughter's a he's a real <laughs> patriotic. Okay. I mean, he whipped mm-hmm. the Joes into shape. It's true. Um, he also would would totally mess people up in the ring. Uh, Star Spangled Kid. Uh, yes. Oh, that's yeah. You're right. All right. So, okay. So this one is this a real superhero team that's patriotic or not? Okay. Um. <laughs> Let's see what I have here. Um, the Boston Tea Party. No. Okay, so that's a fake one. All right. What What about this one? Force of July. No. That's a real one. Really? Yeah. So tell me if on Force of July, which is a DC creation, by the way, because uh-huh. DC has the best creations. You tell me on Force of July if these are real members of Force of July. Oh, okay. Lady Liberty. Uh, yes, because isn't she from the Tick? That's American made, so American I'll, made. I'll scratch that one off because I had that one on here. Sorry, that's okay. That's that was. I was, was going to try to fool you with that one. Um, uh, let's see here, uh, Major Victory. Yes. Okay. I think of the Marvel Comics character Major Victory, but that's not the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, from Guardians of the Galaxy in the nineties. I'm nerding out. So anyway, Mayflower. No, that's a real one. Really? Yeah. Had plant powers. It was weird. Oh. Um, Sparkler, a member of Force of July. No. That's a real one. All right. I guess I would tie in. Yeah, you got to have a firework yeah. character. So here, here, silent majority. <laughs> no. It's a real one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to all of the above this now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's it for the force of liberty. Force of July. Force of July. Sorry. Uh, U.S. Jones. Is that a real? No. Patriot? That's a real one. Really? <laughs> wow. I don't know who that is. Filibuster. No. Uh, that's a fake one. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Filibuster's a court. No, you did. It's in, it's in like. Uh, Why well, would somebody named a, a patriotic character Filibuster? Because be they like, just like they gunk up crime. I don't know. If all right. Is. Bear arms. Yeah. That's a fake one. Is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some of these I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, are you guessing like, let's see here. Okay. There was a major victory. I got to cross that out. Um, Mr. America. Yes. That's yeah, that's a real one. All right. Um the right wings. It's a team. Oh god, please no. That's a fake one. You're right. <laughs> I, I just in my mind I thought it was some kind of like bird team. Guys guys are birds. I don't I don't <laughs> oh, know what geez. that would be. Um some of these just sound so bad. Okay. I'm like, no. Uh fat man and little boy. No. That yeah, that's a fake one. But do you do you know Fat Man and Little Boy? Mm-mm. Those were the bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. That was the actual. Oh <laughs> yeah! Oh my God! No, that would be such a bad. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on! It'd be a crime fighting duo. <laughs> what kind of crime? <laughs> I don't know. It was just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Will they operate solely in Hawaii? <laughs> uh, Never again. Yeah. Uh, red, white, and boom. That's oh, I want to say yes. That's a fake one. Is it? Yeah. Uh, the Americommando. No. That's a real one. Hmm. All right. Um, how about this one? Um, <laughs> Alamano. What? No. Instead of the Alamo? Yeah. Alamano. No. no? Okay, that's a fake one. I made that one up. You couldn't tell, right? That, no. was, a, that was a pretty good one. That's pretty great. Uh, Yankee Poodle. Please, no. That's a real one. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, here's one. This one. This one. Uh. Spirit of 76. Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's a real one. You're right. I've that's heard a, of it, yeah. a terrible name. Um, I'll give you this one. Iron Patriot. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. That's Norman Osborn. Um, or uh, John yeah. Cheadle yeah. in <laughs> the MCU. A team here, uh, Liberty and Justice. Yes. Oh, that's true. All right. Another team here, the Twin Towers. Oh, yes. It's a fake one. <laughs> uh, people are going to be mad at me. Um, all right. Let's see here. Liberty Bell. Yes. That's a real one. All right. The Bald Eagle. No. That's a fake one. All right. Super Paul Revere. Whoa. Super Paul Revere. Yeah. Oh. No. Oh, that's a fake one. All right. But I'm just thinking that's, of the ramifications was, of Super Paul Revere. Yeah. What about like, this one? Like what the a- British are just like, wait, wait, wait. Who's there? It's like the scene in the beginning of the Avengers when we're like, Harris Strucker, it's the Avengers. Be like, the British are like, but Uh-oh. but it's Super Paul, Paul Revere. Revere. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't one, stop it. One of by land, two of by Let's get the hell out of here. You know? <laughs> uh, Robot Abraham Lincoln. Yes. That's a fake one. Really? Oh, <laughs> I could have sworn that would have been like somebody... Oh, all right. Um, let's see here. Um, starting to run out of stuff. American Dream. Yes, she's That's, female Captain right, America. There you go. Is. You know who that is. Um, uh, Border Patrol. Please no. That's a fake one. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, if somebody somebody made superheroes for immigration control, okay. that would be um, the not, bir- The Birds of War. Not that I'm... Uh, not that I'm... Uh, not, not, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I don't want to get political this, on that. This is yeah, this is really charged for a Fourth of July. Uh, birds of Birds of War. Uh, no, it's a fake superhero team, but it's a real wrestling team. When it's always sunny, it's when the guys all got together and formed a, their tag team, the Birds. Oh, of Oh, a Trash Man. Yeah, <laughs> I loved Trash Man. Yeah. Uh, Olive I Branch. Trash. Olive Branch. No. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's a fake one. All right. Um. Probably giving away how I'm switching lists here, but whatever. Um, I'm trying not to pay yeah, attention. Yeah. Uh, Miss Victory. No. That's a real one. All right. That's a terrible name. It is. Because, like, it's almost like you're not winning. Yeah. <laughs> we had a miss victory. Yeah. It wasn't a victory. It was a miss victory. The Patriot Act. I hope not. That's, that's a fake one. All right. Okay. Uh, Bowie Knife. What? No. Okay, that's a fake one. Right. <laughs> Some of these are so funny, but I'm just like, what? That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. No. Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> Who thought of that? I know. That's the whole thing. I was looking at this list and I'm like, some of these are just ridiculous. So, so yeah. I was trying to come up with a, I still think Alamano is a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack Flag. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Miss America. Yes. Oh, there, there you go. Um, Mr. US. Uh, no. That's, that's a real one. Oh. Okay. Uh, stripe as in S-T-R-I-P-E. Yes. It's, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I think the spell out gave it away because I remember the anagram. Uh, Union Blue. No. Oh, that's a fake one. All right. So, and uh, last but not least, well, let's see here. Let's just do this one. Uh, the Liberator. No. That's a real one. So, wow. All right. I don't know what the score is. I'm pretty sure that we all won. Yay. Yeah. So, uh, I got uh, patriotized. So, so remember the Alamano. <laughs> you know what? Um, Going back to talking about American Made, uh, I went and saw Ted 2 last weekend. How was that? It had a lot of um, good jokes in it, and it's almost worth it to to watch for the Jay Leno cameo and the Liam Neeson cameo. Um, And if you do watch it, make sure you watch after the credits, because they do an end thing with Liam Neeson at the end, and it seals his scene. It's so funny. Was there anything at the end of Terminator? 
Uh, kind of. Okay. I didn't there was know. like all, all it is is you can hit spoiler alert. Spoiler! Spoiler alert! Like it shows the Cyberdyne rubble, and then like everybody's cleaning it up, and then it like kind of like cameras down through some cracks and stuff, okay. and like Skynet, like this big red evil-looking computer brain thing is there, and oh, it's, still so it's still glowing, there. and then okay, it shows, okay. like, hologram Matt Smith. Oh, well, so. okay. Well, that's a spoiler, everybody. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway. now we hit spoiler alert. Yeah, if you're did. like, what, what, Matt Smith's a hologram, yeah. I'm like... You know who wouldn't do that? Alamano. That's Alamano who would. wouldn't do that. Um, but no, going back to Ted 2 and American Made, so um, Patrick Walburton and Michael Dorn are in it, okay. and they play a gay couple. Okay. And they come back to they go to New York Comic Con at one in the third act. So and you can hit spoiler alert for Ted too if if, if no, it's, hey, I, you know what if I ruin Ted this isn't going to ruin Ted too for you because the story is not that great. There's good jokes in it. I laughed a lot at some stuff, but anyway, so you got money go see Inside Out. That's or, yeah. or Jurassic World for a seventh time. Yeah, but so they go to New York Comic Con at the end of the at the third act. And they all run into Patrick Walburton and Michael Dorn. And Patrick Walburton is dressed up as the tick. Oh, no. And I was almost clapping in the theater. Was Michael Dorn dressed as, like, Worf? Yes, he was. Oh, that's so literal in the nose, but, but no, I No, 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 no. The Michael Dorn, yes. But the fact that they got Patrick Walburton back in the tick costume kind of tickled me. Oh, that it tickled you. Because <laughs> it was like it was like nobody would know that. Be like, why is that guy dressed up like that? Because he amazing. played yeah. because he played the tick for one season in the nineties. <laughs> that's why. Oh, that's uh, that's pretty good. So, but it was kind of funny because they were going around the comic con just beating nerds up. Like he was in his tick costume, just like smacking drinks out of people. That's hands. funny. Uh, the tick is a dick, so that, that rhymes. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, so let's go ahead and r- do it this time for us here at, at the the wonderful show. Uh, please, like again, um, send us your questions for our Comic Con panel. Uh, I'll say it again: our, you our can Facebook email page, us. yeah, yeah. email uh, invadingpodcast at gmail dot com, invadingpodcast on Twitter. Uh, follow us; we'll follow you back. I don't know what you do, but we'll follow you uh, and stare at you creepily. <laughs> and the Facebook page, Invasion of the Podcast, and um, and then like next week we will be talking a lot about Comic Con. I'm sure there's going to be bombs dropping all over the place. Comic Con's a mix. Like we'll talk about comic books, but t- Comic Con. I don't know if I think I talked about this when we talked about E3 is turned into a like everything like it's yeah it's like a potpourri it's gonna be a lot of movies and TV but so yeah we'll have a lot to talk about there so uh, so yeah anyway uh, this has been a fun show I've had a lot of fun and just remember uh, there's no fate but what we make is that what they say in Terminator or there's no fate that whatever we'll be back yeah with pants
Have you seen this boy? 